Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. We're going to talk about the Great Commandment. Jesus has been sparring with the Pharisees and Herodians over paying taxes to Caesar, then with the Sadducees over whether there's marriage and the resurrection, and now the Pharisees are coming back at him in this section. Before I get to that, let me just mention that we're getting to the end of the year. We've got a $150,000 fundraising goal for the calendar year 2021 from non-estate gifts. At last count, we're at about a 120 at last count we're at about 123,000 so if you would like to join us before the end of the year you can listen to the announcement at the end of this podcast about how you can support us financially if that's not possible no problem no obligation we're glad that you're here with us studying God's word and thanks for tuning in again verse 34 but when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees they gathered together and one of them a lawyer asked him a question to test him teacher which is the great commandment in the law so we know this is a lawyer we know he's a Pharisee we know that he's asking this question to test Jesus. And when he asks him to name the greatest commandment in the law, it seems like a tough question because he's going to force Jesus, if you're thinking about this conventionally, to name one commandment and set it above all the others, which is problematic because they're all very important. Of course, Jesus doesn't handle things conventionally, especially when he knows the intentions of the Pharisees who are out to destroy him. By the way, this text falls in the middle of Holy Week, and by the end of Holy Week, they will have gotten their wish to destroy him, but it won't last long because he'll rise again in just a few days. Verse 37, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. When it refers to the law and the prophets, Jesus is referring to the entire Old Testament. Everything in the law and the prophets hangs on those two commandments. This again is not what the people were expecting Jesus to say. And again, it's another brilliant answer from the incarnate God. Take the Ten Commandments for example. We talked through them during our Daily Dose Bible Overview when we were back in the Old Testament many, many episodes ago. You can check that out in Exodus 20, I believe. But if you remember the Ten Commandments, the first chunk of commandments, like you shall have no other gods before me, you shall not carve for yourself a graven image to worship, you shall honor the Sabbath and keep it holy, and so on and so forth. The first chunk of commandments guide us not to sin against God. In other words, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. If you do that, you're not going to break these first chunk of commandments. Later on in the Ten Commandments, the latter chunk of Ten Commandments have to do with sins we're supposed to stay away from that affect our neighbors, other people who are living in this life with us. Honor your mother and father. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not covet your neighbor's wife, etc., etc. So these two commandments, the first one and the second one that Jesus names, basically summarize the Ten Commandments. Now some people might look at that and go, man, I like Jesus' summary because doing those two things seems a lot more likely and possible for me to do than the 10 things. But if we're parsing it out that way, we don't quite understand what Jesus is saying. And at this point, we need to be very clear with the truth of the gospel and the truth of our sinful condition. But before we get to that, you might ask, why is the first commandment the first one and the second one the second one? Well, it's because if we truly love the Lord our God with all our heart and soul and mind, then a love for our neighbors as ourselves will naturally pour out of that. If we're in right relationship with the Lord vertically, that's going to spill over and affect our horizontal 
horizontal relationships. Now, back to what I said about the importance of the gospel in a text like this. A whole lot of people on this planet, including many who call themselves Christians, believe that to appease God, they need to obey his commands. And in a very literal sense, that is absolutely true. The only way we are, the only way we are worthy of being in relationship with God, worthy of being in his presence, is if we fully and perfectly fulfill the righteous requirements of his law. But here's the problem. No matter if you're measuring yourself against the Ten Commandments, or if you're measuring yourself against these two commandments, you and I fall grievously short. We've got no shot at fully, perfectly fulfilling these laws. Zero, zilch, nada. This is where the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Christian faith, separates itself from every other religious system in the world. Every other religious system says work harder, try harder, pray more times, do more religious rituals. It's up to you to get this fixed before you die, otherwise you're going to be in trouble. That's what the world says. Or they compromise the holiness and justice of God, which is another problem. But what the Christian gospel says is while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. It's Jesus Christ that lived the perfection that we can't live. It's Jesus Christ that never sinned in a way that we could never sin. It's Jesus Christ who was flawless in his thoughts, words, and deeds. It's Jesus Christ who perfectly obeyed God's law. And it's Jesus Christ who knew no sin, but he became sin for us so that we could become the righteousness of God. In other words, God put the sin of humanity, yours and mine, on Jesus Christ, punished him justly for that sin on the cross with physical death and spiritually through separation from God, and then raised him up on the third day so that he defeated sin, death, and the power of the devil so that anybody who puts their faith and trust in him can receive his righteousness, righteousness that they didn't earn, righteousness that they're not capable of, and they could receive payment for the penalty they owe God for their sin. So yes, being in a right relationship with God is dependent on us obeying his law and his commandments perfectly. But the way that we obey them is not by actually obeying them ourselves. It's impossible. The way we obey them is by putting faith in Christ who obeyed them and that obedience is attributed to us. Of course, we should obey the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind. Of course, we should obey the Ten Commandments. Life is better when we submit ourselves to his design for us as it is communicated in those commandments. But this is not a process that needs to start with us trying to obey. This is a process that needs to start with us acknowledging our inability to obey, putting our faith in Christ, receiving his righteousness, receiving the Holy Spirit, who over time will help us be more obedient, leading to more abundant lives, leading to more effective representation of God and Christ and the gospel to the world. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Jewish leaders of Jesus' day are befuddled by this concept. Fortunately, we have the rest of the New Testament to flesh it out for us so we can understand the truth of who he is. It's the good news. It's the gospel. And it's the reason every day can be a good day, no matter how bad it gets. So have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.